mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 342, The Answer to Life, Universe, and Everything. This is No Place Like Terra, first watch, rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And behind me, <laughs> I apologize, we waited as long as we could. Yeah. It's also my washing machine. <laughs> I hope that it's over soon. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I do not. She's never been this loud in her life. She's so angry. Um, <laughs> she's, today, you know what? She's really mad at Rush. Yeah, no, I can't blame her. <laughs> today, we are <laughs> watching Stargate Universe. Yes. Season two. Yep. Episode four. Uh-huh. Pathogen. Yeah. AKA. Yep. Mom. <laughs> That's the best I can do. I like that one. Mine was simply the beautiful mind hallway. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one too. <laughs> but I like mom. I like fucking mom. Can you just get it? You never understand me or any of my jobs across the galaxy. It's that or it's the line from Family Guy. Mom. Mommy. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> mom. Mommy. <laughs> Mom. I do like that. Mom. Uh, I don't know if it still is, but at one point that was my mom's ringtone from my brother was calling. That makes sense. <laughs> I feel like she could probably just get him to record it. Like, probably, I think he'd be like, I'm he in. Would. He would. How much can I annoy you? This many? So many? Let's do it. You know, my parents used to say that their main goal in life was to uh, embarrass their children. And I like to feel that as we get older... Uh, tables have churned. You just returned the favor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How was your week? This week was a week. I'm trying <laughs> to uh, think of watched more Star Trek. Yeah. Um, continuing with watching. Um, I don't think I've mentioned this show on the pod, but we are watching along with Secret Invasion, and I will say slightly underwhelmed. Oh, interesting. Um, slightly underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um. With that, there's like, I think, two episodes left. Yeah. And what we've been rewatching all the Mission Impossible films. Yes, in preparation. We don't think we're going to see it this weekend. Um, and, and next couple weekends are lots of movies. So we will see it, but it won't be. Yeah. I'm not worried about spoilers for Mission Impossible. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think spoilers would only enhance. Yeah. This is the part that they were talking about coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I this is not a movie that I'm going to because I want to be unspoiled or yeah. care. This yeah. is a movie I'm going to because of action. Yeah. Um, we have been struggling with the thought of watching a three hour Mission Impossible movie in the yeah. theaters. Look, the three hour movies are hard to do. It is. Three hours of action feels especially difficult. This is one that I'm not against because we have two movies that we definitely want to see in the theaters yeah. coming up. Barbenheimer. Uh-huh. Um, this is one I'm not against waiting until it I is agree. like $20 to rent. Look, we invested a lot of time and 
energy into the couches that we have now. Exactly. <laughs> and by energy, I mean it took Jesse and I eight hours to put them together. <laughs> Let's use them. Exactly. Let's use them. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of where I'm at is is this might be a movie that we wait until we stream for a party night. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if we've had this conversation in the pod. I know Jesse and I have had it regarding the length of movies yeah. um, lately and they are big and long and I don't know that it's always warranted. There's something about a well-edited, you know, under 120 minutes. Look, give me a one, a one thirteen runtime, yeah. a ninety-seven runtime. Like I, I miss that. I would say my sweet spot is about two fifteen, two hours fifteen minutes. Yeah, even that to me pushes it. I like a two-hour mark. Now, here's the thing. Here's the difference to me from a movie like Oppenheimer, which yeah. is three hours. It's Chris Nolan. Yeah. Chris Nolan, I feel like he's earned our trust mm-hmm. in the sense that, look, it's going to be a mind fuck the whole way through. Yeah. You won't feel the three hours. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Dune, three, take exactly. your time. But- a three hour for a part one of yeah. a mission. So a six hour Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Doesn't feel like you needed it all. <laughs> Feels like you're going to probably cut some stuff just a little bit. I'll be honest. I didn't know that Mission Impossible was three hours. It's three hours and I think it's two parts. I know it's two parts. Yeah. I do know it's two parts. So if they're now, let's say maybe the second one isn't, but yeah. still it's like, so it's a five hour Mission Impossible movie. Like... I will go to the theaters to watch the extended editions of Lord of the Rings at the drop of a hat yeah. without question. Yeah. Give me a six hour long or or yeah. Theaters, if you're listening. Yeah. Let's go back to the times of intermissions. Oh, that I'm here for. Give me a fucking 15 minutes to get up, pee, refill my popcorn. I am stretch, here for that. Because I am now old. <laughs> yeah. I am on this side of not young anymore. <laughs> yeah. I've officially to the point where if, if especially if I'm bringing water or yeah. anything else, because I bring a water bottle, I don't yeah. get pop there. Um, so I'm not really a pop person. Mm-hmm. But I bring my water bottle. I'm to the point where if it's a three hour long film, there's a good chance I'm going to have to run out, pee yeah. as fast as I can and run back in that theater. There's, I look, I say bring back the intermission i'm here for the intermission bring back the intermission i enjoy long films i am in i've hit the middle part of of age yeah i no longer i can call myself (laughs) middle-aged and sometimes i choose to lean on that yeah like i think i can barely but i can (laughs) yeah but i can yes so i'm gonna lean on that and say please my please sir my my body can't take it no. the way it used to. I'm also a huge theater fan. You get intermissions. Yeah. You get 15 minutes. Everyone's going to crowd the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I'm here for it. Yeah. Plus, you give me popcorn refills. Let me go refill that popcorn. Yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of what we did this week, I started watching Silo, which I think you did too. Yes, I've also started watching Silo. Uh, very sad that there is no writers and an actor's strike, and I don't know what this means, but I feel like you told me it made me more okay. Um, <laughs> as far as I, which we fully support strikes. Yeah. Um, um, I have suspended a lot of my streaming services. Yeah. As many as I can. I'm not made of stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, as far as I could tell um they were starting to film and so i think everything was written okay 
Um, I do know there's been a number of shows that have been filming without writers on set, which is not ideal. Right. Um, just in the it just in the uh, TV show making process in general, yeah. usually they'd like to have writers on set because those are um, written a little bit more on the fly than yep. movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully if they can pick that back up, they're not waiting for both strikes is more of what I yeah. meant. Um, I will put the books on hold just in case. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. 1019. 2010. Woo. Written by Carl Bender. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to notice the director of this episode? No, I didn't. One Mr. Robert Carlyle. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Rush himself fil- directed this. This was actually filmed first, so he had all the time to prep and everything. So this is the first episode filmed as far as I that's understand awesome. of the yeah. second season. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, that must have been real difficult for uh, What's-Her-Face playing Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> to film this part out of order. Yeah. This is like the, I, like having to go backwards from this like zombie-like state of hers. Yeah. yeah. Um, you mean the Rory doppelganger? The Rory ganger? Yeah. Yeah. I can't stop looking at uh, Elise, right? Elise, Elise yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. And thinking that this woman must have tried out for the part of Rory Gilmore. She's right at the same, right at age. There's no way that they weren't. And look, they have the, they both have the look. Yeah. Um, And I know that they cast Lauren Graham first and then try to find someone who looked like. That makes sense. Um, So I bet there was like, she had to have been in the running in the top like five or something. She, if she didn't, then she lost out at a possibility. Yeah. Because she has that look. Yeah. So we start the episode with Eli, like, running across Chloe, staring mm-hmm. at a console in some random lab. Yeah, that's super weird. When she finally comes to and responds to Eli, she's like, I don't know how I got here. Like, where am I? I what was napping. <laughs> You're definitely not napping right here. And yeah. we learned that Eli actually was a sleepwalker as a kid. Okay. And Chloe just drifts away mid-sentence. Yeah. Eli, read the room <laughs> a little bit. This isn't like chatty, you know, sleepover hour. A little bit not not okay, she is. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very good at reading the room in all situations. <laughs> because he's like, well, now that you're up, let's do cool, fun things that our friends do. And it's yeah. like, nope, gotta go by. No, but again, I identified that because yeah. there's very frequently that I'm like, I don't under, I did, I don't know how to read room. Yeah. I do not pick up underlying issues yeah. in room. I have rolled a very low on Perception. my inside check. Yeah. <laughs> so Eli is later recounting this to Scott mm-hmm. um, in the cafeteria. And he's like, seriously, she's been acting weird. And you have to notice because you sleep in the same bed with her i feel like woody yeah exactly (laughs) exactly that i don't know that he would if she's performing all the same parts of relationship yeah then that women can do yeah it can be easy to not notice he's scott is what shall you say again not the most um, he even admits he's real bad at relationships. I don't yeah. think he's the most perceptive in that world. Well, and I, I feel like he's not very well versed in relationships. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It goes along with that perception part. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's done the relationship game very often. No. He's done it a couple times that ended in really weird, disastrous ways. Yep. Um, and and he's he's very eager to know how to do this well, but he just doesn't have the experience. 
but he does he has noticed that she's quiet and withdrawn and wouldn't really talk when Scott tried to broach her with the subject and just kept writing in her journal, but they call it a diary, but it's a journal. Yeah, it's a little I don't I don't like the term diary in that case. Yeah, yeah. I think again, it just comes from his complete lack My of My sister knowing kept anything. a diary yeah. type thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and honestly, I feel like more people on that ship should be keeping a journal because, you know, everybody should be keeping a journal and and everyone should have a buddy that they deliver their journal to. Yeah. With that stress and the PTSD and it might be, you know, uh, healing for this group. Yeah. Be like, there's a secret person that will check your diary purely to make sure you're not about to destroy us or yourself. Yeah. Uh, Young finds them and tells Eli that he needs to freak a Friday home ASAP because uh-huh. his mom is sick. And not I good. don't think he could run out of... He might stumble over things trying to run out of oh, yeah. fast enough. He's moving as fast as Eli can. Uh, Credulates. Credulates. Cred- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I like credulates. Uh, on the bridge... Mm-hmm. That no one else knows about. Yep. Just like in life, the ghost of Rush's wife is like, you need to sleep. Imagine how full of your fucking self you must be. <laughs> if your brain or something is literally showing you the ghost of your dead wife. Yeah. Saying, are you sure this is how you want to be doing life? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. You like... So here's again, this comes back to because we see both Gloria and Franklin in this episode. Yeah. What are these people? I don't think it's the ship. Are they both from him? I think they're him. I think it's his fucking conscience that he's tr- stashed away yeah. in a vault somewhere. Because because when your conscience is going, hey, bruh. Uh, this is enough. And then you are telling your conscious, no, it's fine. Shush, 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 yeah. shush. Yeah. He's taking it a little too far into the, um, I don't, I'm so bad at this. I can't even find the word. Compartmentalizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, this is not, <laughs> you're you not, okay. not, this is not okay. Um, and that is when Rush flips some switches and drops Destiny out of FTL. Just like that. And the countdown clock kicks in. Yeah. Cool. And then instead of Gloria, Franklin's now here. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously these are... The, the Franklin and Gloria are discussing two different parts of his Look, brain. when the angel and the devil on your shoulder are both going, stop! When the angel and the devil are... On the same team. Like, they both run to one shoulder and are looking at you like yeah. you're a fucking maniacal crazy man. Yes. It's time to stop acting like a maniacal crazy man. And Franklin's like, yeah, the countdown clock is complicated, huh? Yeah. I mean, there's so many variables. It's almost like it was meant to be run by an entire crew and not a single person. Almost. Like, you need a crew here. And not almost. a single person. Uh-huh. Rush is the definition of belligerent. <laughs> And and here's Rush asking the ghost, well, why aren't you helping me figure this shit out? And the ghost is like, what are you actually hoping to gain from all this? Yeah, I'm ghost, dude. Which is a very important yeah. question yeah. that Rush is like, I'm ignoring that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, I've never been a fan of hoarding information. <laughs> Nixie's laughing because she knows how I feel. Uh, No, I'm the same way. And it's like, 
There is zero to gain from hoarding information. Yeah. Except this false sense of power. How many, how many episodes, how many weeks are going to go by that you don't tell people that you have found the bridge to yeah. the ship? You dumb piece of shit. And that's when Brody radios. He's like, hey, yeah. Rush, by the way, we dropped out of FTL. Yep. He's like, cool, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. There's still no gates in range. I love how Brody, like, among all the reasons you should tell everybody, yeah. you're not going to pull this over on Brody for much longer. No. You kind of already aren't. He just doesn't have enough proof to to yeah. uh, convict you yet. And we're like, Rush, why, why, why did you drop out of FTL then? Because you thought you would fix the countdown, was like testing it? Yeah. And Rush, or, or Brody and Park have all these questions. Yeah. All of these questions, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, cool, thanks. Um, I'm busy. Figure this out yourself. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, Brody is so annoyed. And I really hope that he finds the proof and that Rush gets beat up again, but this time by Brody. <laughs> I kind of just want, again, the most interesting man in the entire fucking universe. Because Park and Brody are both like, this is getting old and dumb. And what the fuck is he up to? Yeah. They know he's up to something. They both are sitting there going, I don't know how, but yeah. I'm pretty sure Rush did this. Yeah. This is a rush. This smells like Rush. Yeah. And. Oh, to rush, if you will. <laughs> I'm going to start using that as code. <laughs> when shit smells. There's, there's another. Smelly. There's another AKA. Yeah. Oh, to rush. rush. So Eli is back on Earth in the body of an airman named Tracy. He's at a military hospital. Um, I do remember reading in like the notes of this that the the military hospital is actually named for like the construction manager for Stargate, like he's been working oh. on all the episodes <laughs> That's cool. or all this the series. Yeah. Um. So it seems like at least e- through Eli's connections, was able to get her hooked up um, to a decent to being yeah to to being seen at military hospitals. Yeah. Um. But Doctor Brightman explains that um, Marion stopped taking her treatments. Yeah. So all of her counts have dropped. And gave a window for um, pneumonia. Yeah. And she's really worried what'll happen if his mom stops taking her meds again after this. Yeah. Yeah. There's no room for fucking this shit up. No. And I love Eli's like, just don't let her. Yeah. Not doesn't work that way, Eli. Oh, okay. She's like, if only it was that simple. Yeah. Um, physically, she's on the mend. Yeah. Mentally long road. She's upsetty spaghetti. Uh, The staff psychologist has not been able to make much headway with her. And that's why they brought Eli here. Mm -hmm. Well, sort of Eli here. Eli adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The key is, and this is the truth for anyone, she has to want to get better. Yes. You cannot force meds down people's throats. I mean, can, but that's not a sustainable Yes. Yeah. yeah. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot force men down people's throats for long enough for them to get well. Yes. Yeah. They are not dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Eli goes Stormy in. all day. All day. In fact, I think he comes to a point where he's like, yes, mommy, give me the pill. Treat him down there. Thank you. Treat him, please. Got him. I get a kiss and liver afterwards. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. If you just offer just his give mom. Just some liver. Some liver and a little pack, a little little nose boop. Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be fine, yeah. 
Look, if somebody offered me a treat and a nose boop every time I took my fucking insulin. Hells yeah. I would be a much happier human being. Exactly. <laughs> so Eli goes in, introduces himself as Airman Tracy and how he works with Eli. And Eli heard how sick she is and worried and yada, 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 yada. <laughs> it all comes down to the most cutting remark yeah. and what his mom's biggest issue is. Eli doesn't care enough to come here yep. himself. Oh, mom, if you only knew. Eli was just gut punched across the room. Yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> shitty is that for him to hear? Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like I know he loves his mom and I know that she loves him. But beyond just this Stargate mission yeah. and his mom being ill. This man's going to need a lot of therapy because their relationship is a little fucked. Their relationship's a little codependent. Yeah. It's a little fucked. Yeah, well, and, and she's a little bit mean. We'll get to that yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of relationships. Speaking of relationships, Eli wasn't the only one who he was able to freak you Friday home. Mm -hmm. um, the one who we see go home the most often. Now, mind you, last time was... Yeah. I wouldn't say the biggest treat. Sure. Um, Ray greets her wife. Oh, she's she, Sharon like is like, is it you and Mandarin just to be sure? Yeah. And uh, happiness ensues. I, I think that what happens with Camille is that like any opening, she's taking it. Yes. Um, and she's just very there's there's something about Camille that's very admirable where she's tenacious. Yeah. There may be times, I imagine, if I were on the ship where the opportunity comes and you're like, I can't do it this week. Yeah. Where she's like, I'm always doing it. I don't care how it fucking feels. When, I'm always and I get it. the feel Park did that later. Yeah. Which we'll see. Yeah. Um, I do. There's a line later in the episode that I get the idea that they get to cycle back to Earth far more frequently than we see. Yeah. And while they may not be able to, like, <clears throat> um, see their family, they can, like email them yeah yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. phone call i sound different because i have a cold you know right type situation right. so sometime in the middle of the night while they're just lying there in bed mm. scott just comes right out oh my god <laughs> oh the cringiest conversation and asks chloe where is our relationship? Where is our relationship going? Are we, we only together? On a ship into the universe. Are we only together because we're on this ship? Yes. And I'm like, yeah. Do you really think the two of you no, yeah. would have like, fallen Why are love? you asking this question? One, you'll never fucking know the answer. No. There's no point. No. We're together now. Do you want to be together? Do you want to exactly. stay together? Focus on that. Because, yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad you said that because I was ready. <laughs> No, you no. probably wouldn't even have met. No, she you wouldn't, wouldn't have given you the time of fucking day. No. Yeah, you absolutely would not be together on Earth. Oh, my God. And since Scott has always been shit with relationships, he really doesn't want to mess this one up. Um, because, you know, you've been really quiet and different recently, and I'm just assuming it's uh, something I did. Speaking of codependence. <laughs> she, yeah. She's like... No, we're fine. And just cuddles him, but has like distant, I'm not okay vibes. She's doing the bait and switch where she's like, let me just touch your dick. And then you won't ask exactly. questions anymore. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Look. Distra look at this bird over here. <laughs> <laughs> just put a bird on it. On your dick. <laughs> put a bird on your dick. No, not weird at all. I'm the bird. No, I'm sorry. Uh, 
<laughs> she's like, let me just be a bird on your day. She can be bird-like. She can. She does have bird-like qualities. And she's probably, look, we're all adults. She's probably been on the dick. Exactly. 100%. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of relationships that have some forced smiles involved, mm-hmm. the first thing Ray does was make a big dinner, which I totally get. Yeah. If I've been living on the rations, on Destiny, as yeah. soon as they get to Earth, I'm having a giant feast. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sharon is not the cooker in the relationship. What a great thing, too, because you don't have to deal with the calories of it. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's microwave and takeout for yeah. Sharon mostly. And there's clearly some unspoken things in Sharon's face. Yeah. There's also a lot of Camille supervising the amount of wine. <laughs> this whole Sharon's episode. Having. The, the entire episode. episode, she's just supervising that wine bottle. So I wonder if there's anything in Sharon's past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And... Sharon's just clearly grinning and bearing it and avoiding conversations. Super normal times. Which I get. If you only have so much time with your loved one, are you really going to waste that time having difficult conversations? Just just yeah. gloss over it. Good times. You're fine. Yeah, well, sure. But then the divide, that chasm. Nope, you're fine. Grow. Only good times. <laughs> Deal with that shit in your journal. Yep. <laughs> That's what your journal's for. Tell me more about this. Deal with that shit with your therapist and just enjoy the good times with your spouse. (laughs) Um, So it's been a number of episodes, Mm -hmm. but we are finally letting the members of the Alliance out of their cargo holes. James lets him out. Everyone still has an escort. Mm -hmm. We cut to Greer, who is none so happy. Yeah. Big issues. Yeah. Not hiding his true feelings about this. Yeah. When when Young tells him, um, because to Greer, absolutely, they a thousand percent can keep him locked up forever. Yeah, that's Bruce just no problem. Like, What's wrong with that? Again, a man after Donnie's heart. <laughs> I'm. I don't understand the problem with keeping him in that hold for the rest of time. Why no? Just can we just torture him too while we're there? Yeah, no big deal. What if that hold was an airlock? <laughs> just saying. Just a thought. Um, but yes, in exchange for intel, they are getting more and more freedoms and they will have an escort on them at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of that slow building of trust yeah. situation. Um, also, this is when Scott barges in is like, hey, I know you guys are talking about things that are probably important. Have you seen Chloe? Yeah. P.S. 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 My girlfriend's gone. Yeah. Has anyone seen my girlfriend? I can't find her. Also, pretty damn sure this whole scene Young is not drinking water. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think Young drank water in a very long time. Yeah. You need to hydrate. Yeah. Or pickle. Yeah. That's I think probably, he's working towards pickling. That's probably not going to mm-hmm. come up later. It's fine. Yep. Uh, James finds TJ in the cafeteria. Mm. We learn it Sunday morning, if that matters. Yeah. And seeing... Uh, I believe we hear his name pronounced late in the episode because we've been contemplating this. Simeon. Yeah. Arrive in the room. Mm-hmm. And this is how TJ finds out that the Alliance crew is freed. You should maybe warn the crew. A little bit. Yeah. That the group of people th- that w- helped lock them up and torture yeah. and commandeer the ship is being and let free. half of their friends. Because we have Not seen... Half, there's some people on that ship that are none too happy that they exist. No, no. 
And and there's a lot of civilians in there who are like, what the fuck is happening? Exactly. And because the first thing he does, first thing he does is go over and whisper something in Park's yeah, ear. Yeah, this motherfucker wastes no time to start shit. Ew. Yeah. Immediately, Brody and Volker are like, mm-mm. I will, yeah, I have Volker defending Park's honor. I appreciate it. It was great. Time. Yeah. They're like, mm-mm-mm-mm. You gotta go. So this is off to a great start. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ladies, uh, TJ and James, get involved in this very quickly and are like, seriously, what the fuck is going on? You have been out of that hold for half a minute, dude. Yeah. Go do some laps or something. And maybe that's what they should have done. Tire them out somehow. Yeah. They've like a, been like a puppy. Out. You know, when Drakey's been in the crate all day. Exactly. He's been gone. The first thing he gets to do is go run outside. Yeah. Uh, Simeon's like, look, I'm just making conversation. And Volker's like, mm, you apologize to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I'll I'll give it to Volker. When Simeon tries to step up to him, Volker's like, mm, not backing down. Yeah. I'm going to step even closer to you. You know what it is? Is These aren't the same scientists that boarded this ship. No. These guys are like, I have absolutely nothing left to lose. Exactly. Come for me. <laughs> exactly. Your face is now every bully, every asshole, uh-huh. every piece of shit that I have encountered in my entire life, which is probably a lot if you grew up a really smart scientist uh-huh. in the generation that they grew up in. Also, I know for a fact TJ is standing behind me and both TJ and James will yep. take you down at the drop of a fucking hat. Yeah. So if I have to take a punch for them to take you down, I'm, fucking I'm here, here for it. For it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or... He just sees Greer walking up behind him. Oh, look, it's our feral (laughs) Aminal. And and he doesn't need a reason, Mm. but he's happy to take Simeon against the wall. And he's like, you don't fuck with my people. I like the way he mimes a gun in his hand. Yeah. Like he's like, this is where my gun would be. I'm just pointing at you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's the opposite of the Disney points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, he's like, look, I was just talking with the woman. Mm. Mm. That's, Already don't like this. That's don't 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 say that. Yeah. Ever. I'm not a fan of you. Um, and Guru's like, you don't talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, is she yours? I didn't know. Ill. So many ways. Ill. And obviously, Guru would never call Park his because he's a decent human being. Yeah. And but I will say there is clearly a strong part of Greer that would like to punch this guy's face into oblivion. Yeah. But instead just shoves him back to his escorts and then goes back to the hold. Yeah. Sorry. You have proven that you are not ready to be fit for human consumption. No. Mm-hmm. No. And that's actually the the look on his face, that's like the worst thing that could happen to him right now mm-hmm. he would be fine with a punch in the face but he does not want to go back into that room yeah you you did this though you did this to yourself and once he's gone greer checks with park um and shares with james that chloe's missing and young wants search parties for him yeah hey i know this is really dramatic here but also chloe's missing we gotta go find chloe mm-hmm on the bridge. Yes. Rush sees the countdown clock tick to zero and the ship jumps away and he still hasn't gotten any sleep. Um, and and Gloria is like, seriously, yeah. sleep. You've killed two people. <laughs> well, well, she basically tells him that. He goes, the lack of sleep can lead to carelessness. And remember, you've lost two yeah, people yeah. already. But we what I heard. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if the second person's dead. Fair. Just lost. 
Fair. So yeah. she does. That's why I find that interesting of if Gloria is the brain, his brain or the ship because of that phrasing of you didn't, you haven't killed two people. That's you've lost fair. two people. Yeah. It's a lot more. Here's the thing. Is this, this entity, whatever it is that yeah. is both Franklin and, and Gloria and Gloria doesn't seem omniscient. No. In a way that, or, or <laughs> I don't know what the word for this is, but doesn't have more knowledge than he does. No. Which is why I think it's his conscience. I, I think it's but his it's conscience as well. Mm-hmm. But I think only because we don't know what the fuck this ship is and because yeah. Franklin disappeared into the ship. That's the only reason that I'm like, yeah, mm. that's fair. Mm. It could also be like a, when Daniel ascended and wouldn't give Jack more information than Jack already had. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Young visits Timmy in the hold, and look, he might be an asshole and a smuggler, um, but question, is he a good enough liar for this to not be the truth when he's like, look, dude, I fucked up. I get that. I'm sorry. I'm trying really hard to fit in. I really want to make this work. I, I'm holding up my end. The info for Freedom Deal. You can trust me. I do not want to be in this room anymore. Please let me out of this room. It's too... I think he'd... I think he'll say anything he needs to to get out of that room. Yeah. But I don't believe anything he said. I just think he's yeah. saying whatever the fuck he needs to to get out of that mm-hmm. room. So, we don't need to search long. Mm-hmm. James finds Chloe pretty fast. Yep. Uh, she's just, you know, sitting in a dark room <laughs> in the back. <laughs> trying to force some box open uh-huh. and doesn't hear her own name being called for a while and That's... finally snaps to and is very confused. Yeah. It's also dark. Yeah. There's no light. a little unnerving. She does not have dark vision. Not in Chloe form. Not in Chloe form. Chloe does not have dark vision. Yeah. That's fine. Everything's fine. This scene hurt me inside a little. Mm -hmm. On Earth, Sharon is running around in a anxiety panic. Yeah. That I recognize. Yeah. Not being able to find her keys. And Ray is not helping the situation, being like, oh, you're the one who misplaced something this time. And and starts teasing her. And Sharon's like, not fucking now. I think, yeah, I think it sounds like for the most part, Sharon was the put together. Yep. You're always you'd lose your head if you weren't attached Uh to Camille. And in a different era of their relationship. This would have been a funny moment. This would have been a funny and, moment and to Camille, a year ago. Because she's here on Earth. She's let her guard down. This can be a funny moment. But Sharon's still like, there's a stranger in a, with a stranger's body with my wife's consciousness sitting here for a day. And I'm supposed to just be fine and yeah. fuck everything. And it's also just like, because they haven't had the talk, Sharon's like, it's been a fucking stressful year. Yeah, it's been hard. The the Again... As difficult as these conversations are, yeah. not having them just create this oh, chasm. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, and then she realizes that she left them in the in the front door overnight. Yeah. And the level of self-negativity that she lays yeah. down herself, I feel sorry. That part was I I know who that is. Yeah. I know that person. That, that over-exaggeration of the outcome that someone could have come in and stole everything overnight. Or you just sitting there hating yourself for absolutely reasons that you don't need to. A hundred percent. This is not your fault that you thousand percent. 
guys, if you recognize yourself in this, I see you. I've been there. <laughs> me too. We didn't do this. We didn't do this. Hey, let me think of the worst possible outcome, no matter how ridiculous and clearly never going to happen. It's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can. I'm telling you, I'm always six degrees from living in a cardboard box. Yeah. <laughs> Ray tries to calm her down. Sees what's going on is like, oh, I should comfort my wife. Um, yeah. tries to calm her down, and whatever, like wherever Sharon is going, she's just gonna be gone for an hour or two, and heads out barely saying goodbye. Yeah, I feel like you're not going to work if you're only gone for an hour. Or two. I know. Where are you? But she's dressed up yeah. like business professional. Unless she's checking in with work and doing like, I only have two hours. I'm gonna do these necessary. That's things. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Is like, I'm going to work from home for the rest of the day. Yeah, 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 So the next day, I guess, um, Eli visits his mom again. Uh, Mm -hmm. She has like a rosary or some prayer beads or something. Mm -hmm. And she cuts right to the chase as soon as he walks in. Uh, Why doesn't Eli call me? It's been nine months. Yeah. For a guy who lived with his mom. He's pregnant, mom. Yeah. (laughs) He's waiting until he He delivers the baby. He had to go away to camp. Yeah. Um, very much relied on, well, the view outwardly is mm-hmm. that Eli relied on his mom. And we see in this episode how much his mom relied on Eli. Yeah. Um, who, you know, for a man who was home all the time, had a hard time committing to a job. He just up and disappeared for nine months. Yeah. And I have not been able to hear anything from him. Like here, are they even able to send notes back home? Because you can't yeah. take a note. So does whenever someone Freaky Friday home just like memorize an email they're going to write to someone yeah, else? I like don't know. for someone else? I don't. You can't. Yeah, you're right. How do you do that? This is the moment Eli's like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell her. Mm-hmm. He goes, what's your, what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, this part was so cringy. <laughs> She's like, Grease. No, no the other one. one. Sound of music? No, no, no. Sci-fi. Also, mom, could you be more basic? <laughs> God, mom. <laughs> He's like, I don't like sci-fi. He goes, E.T. She goes, oh, I do like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they rented it and she wondered if aliens existed and if you could fly spaceships to other planets and solar systems. And look, you can even fly them to other galaxies. There's this thing called the Stargate and, and it sends you too throughout much. space. Too much, too soon. Too and much. I am Eli and I'm on a ship far, far away. Star Wars not there. And he's just swapped bodies with this Tracy person to be here. And this is Eli and it's her son. And this whole time's mom's like, blue screen. Yeah, it's too much, Eli. It's too much. Blue you screen. You gotta start small. I get this though. Uh, yeah. I get this. Yeah. Not just his job is so ridiculous but also as a uh a first generation you know child of immigrants Mm -hmm. even describing my job to people it's like well (laughs) where do i start (laughs) and and it's not that they didn't grow up you know we we've shared that we work in news television there was news television where they grew up but not in the way that it exists here now yeah um, and, and they might be a little more savvy now, mm-hmm. but at the time it was like, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. How'd you explain that 20 years ago? I didn't. I said, I work at the TV station. Yeah. I make the pictures. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. They, and it was more, I think, a cultural thing than in, uh, in the sense of, you know, neither of my parents had the opportunity to go to school beyond high school. They mm-hmm. both were day laborers mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, and that was what they knew. Yeah. So they're like, 
your job is imaginary. Yeah, exactly. And it is <laughs> kind of it kind of is no tangible product at the end yeah, of it. That your you job can put is your imaginary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Are you kidding me? My mom trying to explain her job to me now, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Thanks, mom. Your job is imaginary too. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So <laughs> TJ is checking Chloe out. Yeah. Because T- Chloe doesn't remember going to that storage room. Mm-hmm. And it's like, by the way, I black out sometimes. But P.S. Uh, maybe I should have told you all this. I feel like in TJ's checklist, when she checks in on people, she's like, do you have any missing moments of time? Exactly. Should be at the top of the list. Are you experiencing any mo- mem- temp- memory loss? Because it's happened with James. Yeah. Um, but that case, it was because a stone was essentially left off the hook. Yeah. Um, but they've already checked that. That's not the case here. Mm-hmm. And T- TJ's like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any sophisticated brain scan she's devices. She's so frustrated. She's so frustrated because often and more often she's finding herself going, I don't have a way to test for this shit. Nope. Yeah. I can watch you overnight. That's about it. Yeah, and I think it's got to be extra frustrating because one, TJ doesn't have this equipment, and two, TJ was not trained, trained in any of this. No. Even if she had the equipment, like the frustration's got to be like, if I had the equipment, I could do this job, and even that would still be me being super fucking outstanding in my field. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and none of you assholes seem to understand this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I I and I am an EMT people. Yeah. I fix gunshot wounds. Yes. <laughs> and give morphine. Yeah. Wasn't trained the, in this shit. The fact that I'm, I've been able to do the shit that I have. I'm making do real well. Yeah. <laughs> Don't appreciate I didn't TJ. have class on weird aliens getting in brains. She didn't she probably hasn't even sat in on a proper surgery before. Like if she was a medic and like she's gone through and removed things. She's been yeah, like she's probably sat in on like the the field emergency. That's what I mean. Yeah, but surgeries. Like, didn't she go through a brain or something? Yeah. So it's like, y'all. Give, Come on. give TJ a little more than she, Meanwhile, than she was doing all that while pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> on a ship. Grimy yeah. ass dirty ship. Exactly. The fact that no one's gotten like infections. That staff isn't running exactly. rampant around the ship. Yeah. I was so. gonna say staff infection, but I wanted didn't know if that was the right one. I think it is, yeah. Um so Eli is still going on these elaborate moments. Stop, 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 stop. Trying to explain how the Remember freaking that time Friday. you didn't read the room earlier? This is another time <laughs> when explaining read the room. how the freaky Friday stones work. And it's not that she doesn't believe him. She doesn't grok this yeah it's not about you dude it's about how fucking crazy this sounds yeah it's she mm, no yeah and Um, then the 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 most stinging line of all and she's like where is eli when is he coming home and how did he get wherever he is Mm -hmm. and he keeps trying to explain and calling her mom and she's like don't call me mom you're not my son i can't blame her i can't blame her oh but fuck that had hurt and he sits down and and again trying to convince her in a different way tells the story of the day his dad left when he was 14 and his mom found him crying in his room as as you would cry Mm -hmm. when your dad leaves and she told him that he needs to be strong for her 
and needs to be the man his dad wasn't. This is the and part like, where it's like, even if you weren't, go ahead. I was, I was more like, that seems like something you might regret saying as you get older and realize what you told your son. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, this is the part where even if none of the Stargate stuff had happened, Eli yeah. needs a lot of therapy. Yeah. Because that is a hard thing. And look, parents are doing their best all 100%. the time. She probably was talking to herself more than anything else saying, we got to pick ourselves up because all we have is each other. And But ultimately, what a fucked up thing to say to a 14-year-old. Yes. And she probably did not intend that to come out the way that 14-year-old Eli took that in. Yeah. There's only one way, though, because you're 14. Exactly. And, and mom was not. And again, mom was probably doing her best, but... Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Here's my, here's where I think Eli could have done better in the convincing part. He keeps volunteering information. Yeah. What he needs to do is be like, fine, ask me something. Yep. Ask me something that only Eli would know. Because that doesn't convince her. Yeah. And he's like, Eli could have told this random person in front of me the story to tell me. Yeah. And the level of frustration Eli has over trying to convince his mom that it's him and yeah. Marion is just not grokking it and wants this this stranger to leave her God. room. And here's what I find interesting. There's two ways that whole conversation could have rolled. Yeah. There is the way it did roll, which is like, mm, 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 nope, uh-huh. I cannot. I don't have the mental capacity to believe you right now. Yep. Or a woman who misses her son and is so desperate to get any word from her son that without any questions will grasp on and believe that this is her son. Yeah. This is like when the children go missing and then someone goes, comes back and pretends to be your child. It's like, look, is there something in the back of my mind that says this probably isn't my child? Yep. Yep. But I miss my child. But do I need my son with me right now? Mm-hmm. And I, do I need to believe that this is my son? Hundred percent. This is my yeah. And in this case, it actually is. But yeah, um, that's the two ways that conversation could oh, have yeah. rolled. Where she's like, I don't understand any of that. But if this is my son right here, then it doesn't These matter. These are my mom blinders, and yeah. I'm gonna keep momming at this person. Yep. Ooh, ooh. So on the ship, Scott looks at Chloe's bag. Mm-hmm. And then decides to go rifling through Chloe's bag to find her journal. And then quickly, her writing develops into a mix of ancient and some other alien language. That's fine. Sometimes I feel like if somebody looked through my my journal, it might look the same. Um, so if so, if if you went through my journals uh-huh. from my teenage years, I wouldn't say it was a language. Because it was more of a cipher. Uh-huh. But I actually, like, wrote my own cipher hmm. and then would write my journals in that cipher. No, no, no. I just mean the chicken scratch and the emotion. That too. Yeah. I can like, barely read my own handwriting. Yeah. If Jesse picked up my journal and be like, I believe my wife has disassociative identity <laughs> disorder. <laughs> Because the person in these journals is not the person who exists outside of these journals. My favorite is my handwriting will shift from three different formats of chicken scratch <laughs> within one page. Nice. 
I actually, and I believe I still have it somewhere, I started writing a whole story about fairies in that cipher as yeah. if that was their language. Sure. I still have it somewhere. That's amazing. I believe I found it a couple years ago. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. It's it's fine. If, yeah. if, you're, if you find someone who's writing in ancient that they... I don't know if Chloe knows ancient. Red flags. Red flags. Red <laughs> red flags. Bright, bright red flags. So he he goes, this might be okay to break her privacy yeah. and brings this to Young's office with TJ and Rush. Yeah. And Rush <sighs> recognizes, um, or Scott, rec- I don't know. Someone Somebody recognizes. recognizes the it, other yeah. language um, besides ancient is definitely from the crashed alien ship. Mm-hmm. And much of it is way too advanced even for Rush to figure out. Yeah. Now, Chloe didn't have any tracking devices like Rush did, yeah. but what if they did something to her I mean, on like she was a genetic in that, level? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Captured thing. Here's here's my question to you. Yeah. How many seconds does it take <laughs> from the moment that Rush finds this information uh-huh. to where he's jealous of Chloe? Oh. As soon as he went. I don't, that's too much for me to understand going, fuck, I yeah. kind of wish I had gotten genetically altered. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't I get the genetic alteration? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And Young immediately, again, it takes about the same amount of time for uh-huh. Young to be like, yeah, let's lock her up. Yeah. She needs to be supervised at all times. TJ and Scott are like knee jerk reaction to, do we have to lock her up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even Rush is like, maybe the better option here is to just watch her and track her blackouts and mm-hmm. get some insight to things. Um, which Young's is like, okay, fine. Let's do that instead. Yeah. Fine, I'll do it your way. But I don't want to. On Earth, with a lack of anyone else to call, Eli calls Ray. He's on the edge of a breakdown. I mean, yeah. His mom is fine physically, but Eli is just terrified that something would happen to her if something happens to Eli. And and to her, the military took her son and won't give her any information and can't talk to him. Yeah. Who wouldn't give up at that situation? Yeah. Look, codependency aside, because there is a lot of that fucking happening. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you're like, my mom will die if something happens to me. Exactly. Which I know feels true to Eli, yeah. but that's not the truth. Yeah. There's more here at play. Yes. Um. Yeah. Most of these people need help. Um, and Ray sees, regardless of other issues, this is affecting Eli. Yeah. And you need to, She. he's like, you, you need to make her understand that she has to take her meds. Yeah, I, I will say, I think we've talked about this before, but again, if anyone has emotional fortitude to spare, yeah. it's Camille. Yes. Of all the things that she doesn't do well or, or struggles with... And everybody's got their flaws on this shift. Yeah. Camille has the emotional ability to say, this is a shit that sucks. Yep. And this is how we're going to keep moving through it. Yep. And it's not about, here's what I love about Camille. She's not compartmentalizing. She's feeling every feeling. Yes. And she's like, we're just going to feel this. And this is going to suck. I think I relate to her. Yeah. And yeah, her yeah. approach. Because it's like, this part sucks. Yep. Ready? Let's we're go. We're going to do it. Yep. <laughs> We're just going to fucking move through it. Yep. As sucky as it is, it's going to hurt the whole time, but you don't get to just stop. Nope. You don't get to stop. And yeah. and Ray also sees that 
Marianne has to take her meds not for her sake, mm-hmm. but for Eli's sake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's her priority is Eli. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. There. I don't think there's any mystery that what Ray does in this episode, purely, Ray does for Eli yeah. and for Eli's mental mm-hmm. states. Yep. His mom is almost like a bonus feature at the end. Yeah. Of it. If mom stays well, even better. Yeah. Yeah. Scott obviously volunteers to be on Chloe's guard most of the time, and yeah. she she does have some restrictions in place. She Honestly, can't... I feel like I wouldn't put Scott on her no, guard. No. I'd be like, conflict of interest. Exactly. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck right off. Yeah. You could also be here if you want. Yeah. Um, And the way they're talking about being able to access stones and going to visit mom, I actually wonder if like someone's going home every day or two. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? It's not like you're yeah. wasting energy. Yeah, there's enough people on the ship where it still only means you get to see your your home people like once a month. So if that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Rush comes up to be Chloe's new guard mm-hmm. on Young's orders, which seems shady as fuck. I feel like I don't believe that. <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. sure. You're going from one bad guard to another. Yeah, from bad to worse. And everyone in this situation knows that Rush is up to something, mm-hmm. but sure. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm putting Rush, I'm putting you on Chloe Watch. Hey, other person, I'm putting you on Rush Watches Chloe Watch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately Rush is like, hey, Chloe, I'm not following you. You're following me. Mm-hmm. And he takes her to his beautiful mind hallway. Dramatic music time. I'm mad here because it's like he still won't even take her to the fucking bridge. No. Just to the hall. This is like. Nope. This is not enough, man. It's not enough. This was his bridge that he wouldn't tell anyone. This was his 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 sanctum sanctorum. Yeah. Until he found the bridge and this become I'll sacrifice this place to keep the bridge secret. No, dude. This is his place of study and solving problems. Mm-hmm. And after taking some time to take it in, because it's a lot. Yeah. She just picks up some chalk and finishes some math problems. Yay. Where did he get chalk? He made it. <laughs> he just poop out chalk. It's just his teeth. <laughs> just his back teeth. <laughs> uh, and, and Rush is honestly gobsmacked at watching her finish this problem that yeah. he has not been able to finish and that's that's totes normal mm-hmm. he's jealous oh he's completely it's jealous the dumbest thing but like in all of the shit that this means all rush can focus on is why not me exactly which is why he's the bad guy we right will now. get to that feeling later in a different way oh boy i have just put a pin in that shit okay okay so TJ knocks on Vera's door mm-hmm. and basically she's here to be, yo, talk to your dude because yeah. he's fucking shit up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's a little rough around the edges. That's actually normal for his culture. Um, but I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> I want to start saying that about myself. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an asshole. It's just normal for my culture. Your culture, yes. What is it? The grace culture. <laughs> the grace culture. The culture of grace. It's normal on the planet I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> um, because he's like, look, uh, the the rest of us, we are trying to make this work. Yeah. We really are. I do believe I him. believe Varro. I, I believe Varro. Yeah. I believe 
of the people we've met, I believe that Varo genuinely wants to do this. I believe I've, I've already shipped Varo and TJ. I don't yes. know if I've said that out loud. You have. But it's like, look, Varo's going to do whatever. He's going to follow her. Where goes TJ? So go my people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's and I believe uh, Jin. What's Jin, the scientist. Yep. I believe that she's like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. I've been wanting out forever. Uh, exactly. If Please you can let, let me, me find my family, bonus. Oh, cool. I'll do whatever the fuck y'all want. I will. Listen, I am here for cool science shit. Yeah. That's basically why I'm here. Yep. And all of that. Look, math- I just read enough of the Feynman book to learn. There's always got to be one guy who's still the spy. Exactly. Yes. Okay. I love Feynman. Um. In all of that math, uh-huh. Rush either didn't hear or more likely completely ignored the radio. Mm-hmm. So Scott got a bit worried not knowing where they were. And they're just chilling in the gate room. Super normal. Rush leaves them. It's Scott's shift again. Uh, Scott is clearly not liking this situation. Yeah, no. But what can he do about it? Mm-hmm. She tells him that Rush wanted her to look at some math and honestly... She wrote something on the wall, but has no clue if she understood it or not. Which the question for me is, does she remember doing the math or does she just like my hands moving and I don't know why? I feel like she had to have not been there while she wrote it, because otherwise, how do you let your hand just do things that don't make sense to you? I feel like your brain wouldn't quite allow it. I who knows you know what with I mean? what's going on in her. Yeah. So that's the part where it's like, was it was it a five second blackout, or was she like looking at this and then just like realized her hands moving? Yeah, yeah. I think her Chloe consciousness is not there because there's stuff like there's the you know the ticks and stuff. Like yeah. I won't realize if I'm picking at my fingers or something. But that's what I mean. You're not aware of it. That's so what she I'm had to not be aware of it. Yeah, but. What I'm saying is I still remember that moment. Yeah. But I don't remember um, picking my nails. So the yeah. moment is, does she remember looking? Does she, does she, was she like, hey, I'm in the hallway. And then suddenly, oh, I have a five second time blank and yeah. there's stuff written on the wall. I think it had to have been because there's so much visual hand-eye coordination involved yeah. in it that I feel like. It's harder to disassociate. From. That's yeah, yeah. So she just—I think it's a blackout. She's like, "Oh, then there was writing on the wall." Yeah, suddenly that thing was done. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because Ray was talking with Eli, mm-hmm. she has arrived home late. Yeah. And Sharon, of course, knows she was out. She knows the situation with Eli and mm-hmm. his mom. Um, and you know, Marion's okay physically, emotionally, it's starting to take its toll. And Sharon just takes a deep breath for no reason at all. None reason. <sighs> Let me down some wine. I'll just talk about I wouldn't it. know what this feels like at all. What mental toll of the situation? I think Sharon's just waiting for Camille <laughs> to say, much like you. <laughs> Eli's mom is experiencing a really difficult time with this. Your dinner's in you? the oven. Yeah. Let me go open a third bottle of wine because you know that's not the first one. And uh, Ray's like, oh, you cooked? (coughs) I missed it because I was late and didn't call. Yeah. Or let you know or ask what's up. Mm -hmm. I fucked up, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk about Eli and his mom some more. And Ray's like, how was your day? And Sharon's like, I need more wine. It sucked. Please don't talk to me. Yeah. 
I've been in that mindset before where you're like, I don't even want to talk. I no. just want to not exist right now. Exactly. I want you to be over there and I'm going to be over here and we're yeah. just going to start. We're just going to do that. Yeah. I just need to not exist in anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So Varro comes to try and get Simeon in line. Yeah. And he does not mince words yeah. that you need to get in fucking line and not ruin this for everyone. If the t- I love this scene because yes, so with good. the right cut of music, mm-hmm. this could have been comical. In this is a scene that can be so moved in any direction. In mm-hmm. Stargate, in this particular Stargate, this is a really fucking rough, tense yeah. scene. In a Coen Brothers movie, yeah. you're laughing during this scene. You're yes. like. These fucking idiots. I know. Yeah. Because he's like, what do you mean we're telling the truth? Yeah. I'm not telling the truth. Exactly. You're telling the truth? Yeah, we're all telling the truth, dude. Well, fuck, I'm not telling the truth. Like, the the potential for comedy in this scene is, it's like, I just want to skim it right off the top. It's so good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Simeon thought they were all giving him misinformation. Because... But like the rest of the group's like, no, we're telling them the fucking truth. Bro, we want out of the fucking Lucian yes. Alliance. And and Simeon's like, I don't want to take the alliance down. I am still pro alliance. Yeah. You're not what the fuck are we doing? I'll play the game to get freedom and act like I'm telling them shit, but I'm not gonna tell them real shit. And Varo's like, fine, you know what? Don't play the game. Okay. Don't lie to them. Just keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Then don't say anything. Again. The comedy in this moment. Just if, don't fuck with our shit, dude. If you're not going to help, just don't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and here's here's a good question. Where is the line for Varro? If it comes to it, will he admit to Young and give up Simeon yeah. to keep the rest of them safe? Oh, I, I think in a heartbeat. 100% yes. I 100% yes, he will. Yeah. Because he's tired of this piece of shit already. Yeah. He's going to be the scapegoat for everything. A thousand percent. Even if Varro did something bad from here forward, he'd be like, <laughs> Simeon did it. It was Simeon. All I want is to fuck TJ and get off of this exactly. fucking shit. What, what, can it, what will it take for me to do that? Oh, you know what? He should also definitely tell Young that that's. that's... <laughs> you should definitely share with Young. That you he should wants definitely to fuck be TJ. like, hey, Young. Question for way, you. I'm coming for your girl. Here's a question for you. Um, TJ, she's single? Yeah. Because <laughs> Simeon wanted to know. Yeah. She's single? Yeah. I'm just curious <laughs> yep. before I ask her out. Yeah. I'm going to regardless. Probably. <laughs> I mean, you you don't have anything. You don't have a history with her or anything, of yeah. course, because you're a commanding officer. You would never do that. You wouldn't do that, right? You absolutely wouldn't ever do anything would never that, do that stupid. You wouldn't be that dumb. Why am I even asking you? I'm so sorry so, to offend you this way. So, so Destiny drops out of FTO. Mm-hmm. And and everyone and, and and Rush is annoyed when the countdown clock kicks in again. She's frustrated because he yeah. keeps trying to fix his countdown clock shit and stop yeah. it. Yeah. And Brody and Park again notice. No gates. Oh, look. We're yeah. turning of the ship, and he bets her a day's ration that Rush doesn't respond, and when he doesn't, he's like, you owe me, and she's like, dude, never agreed to that bet. I never took that bet. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, yeah. I knew he wasn't going to respond. Yeah, why would I do that? So they call Young instead, mm-hmm. and um, 
Brody figures that this this wasn't from the pulsar damage mm-hmm. because there'd be a pattern to the jumps and the stops, and there yep. isn't. It's just random. And also, every time this happens, we can't reach Rush. Yep. So naturally, this is clearly his fault. Rush did this. No clue how, but unless he's figured out the master code and hasn't told anyone. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, I like how Young's like, just figure it out. They're like, we can't, but figure it out. Yeah, I I do like that he puts his foot down here, and and Brody's like, we could use Eli, and he goes, yeah. Eli's not here, and yeah, Young specifically says Eli's where he needs to be right now, so you figure this shit out. Yeah, I think Young's gotten to the point where it's like, listen, I ruined every relationship I still had back on Earth, <laughs> and I will be damned if I let any of you guys do that. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah, I think the only time Young goes back to Earth is to talk to Jack now. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's when Rush walks in. Oh, boy. Yeah. His excuse for not picking up this time is he was sleeping. Lies. Immediate lies. Young's like, well, that's funny because I sent someone to your room. You weren't there. He doesn't even have every single time. Here's the worst part with Rush. He doesn't even have the decency or the respect to make proper lies. No. He doesn't. He wants to be caught. He's in serial killer mode. Yes. He's looking to get caught. Uh, Young, like, or Rush completely ignores that whole, I sent someone and you weren't sleeping because yeah. you're lying part. And is like, so what's wrong with the ship? Yeah. And Young's like, nope, nope, not letting that subject drop. Yep. Where the hell were you? Yep. Uh, so we have to give him something. He's been caught in a lie. Mm-hmm. So instead of showing them the bridge, he shows them his beautiful mind hallway. Mm-hmm. Because he'd rather lean into the mad, the mad scientist route than admit he found the bridge. Well, and then it's even worse because then he also starts to put suspicion on Chloe in this moment. Exactly. Like, what the fuck, dude? He tells him he brought Chloe here uh-huh. and that she completed this part of the equation and he couldn't figure it out and then blames her for hijacking the ship's systems while his blackout. You didn't have to take it that far, dude. No. You didn't have to go that far. I will say, it's Young that suggests that, but Rush is like, lean into it. Yeah. I completely agree. That's definitely probably Too far, dude. Too far. I don't think he knows what too far is. No. I don't know what my dog just came and did, but here we are. He made some weird noises and then licked himself. And then left. Yep. Cool. He's, hey, excuse me. And then he was like, let me go smell that food up there. Sorry, y'all. It's fine. We're leaving that in. (laughs) A thousand percent. Drakey knows when Auntie Nixie tells him to get off the counter. It's better than mom or dad telling him to get off the counter. That's the warning. Yeah. When aunt tells you. Yeah, bro, I'm I'm telling you that you're going to get in trouble for this. Exactly. So Chloe's sleeping and Matt's. Yeah. Not yep. just watching her. Uh-huh. And that's when Greer and the guards show up, which can't be good. Mm-mm. I love this camera flyby on Destiny because it makes the ship look as big as Atlantis because it makes it look like the big tall buildings. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then this scene. So Simeon crosses path as Greer again. This, this way's off city. limits. You should go back to your quarters. Simeon being Simeon just mm-hmm. steps up, accuses Greer of pushing him around just to try to get a rise out of him so he can punish him. Yeah. And Greer just steps up a little closer and is like, I said, back to your room. Yeah. 
He's like, oh, oh, tough guy here with his with his gun and his guards and men here. And my guy, you are making the wrong decisions in life. You are you think you're the wild card in this situation? <laughs> you you are barking up the wrong tree, my yeah. friends. No, I'm not stuck here with you. <laughs> you're stuck here with me. Uh Greer is is happy to dismiss his men and hand them his gun. And Again, then Greer has all so much pent up rage and anger. <laughs> Towards so much of this system already that yeah. giving him something to take it out on is exactly what he's been looking for. A thousand percent. Yeah. And that's just the two of them mm-hmm. alone in the hallway playing yeah. chicken. I can't be angry at Telford the way I wanted to anymore because he fucking rescued us. So guess what? Yeah. I'm going to channel that into you. Exactly. And you know Greer was not going to lose that game of chicken. No. <laughs> Greer will die before he loses the game exactly. of chicken. Exactly. Yeah. And Simeon just melts away. Yeah. Trying real hard to play it cool. Yeah. Dude, no. <laughs> but then, here's my problem. Yeah. Simeon's no longer guarded because you dismissed the guards. Oh, I'm pretty sure the guard's around the corner. Okay, good. I'm pretty sure the guard is just around yeah. the corner. He didn't go that far. He's not dumb. That's fair. So Scott brings Chloe food and drink mm-hmm. to whatever small holding room she's now in. Mm-hmm. And it's a shit situation for them both. I mean, mostly Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shit for Scott as well. Sure. Not the same, but yeah. It's not the same. I'm simply saying yeah, it's yeah. got to suck watching the person you love That's go fair. through this and you are helpless because you can't There's help them in any way. Do. No, you're right. It's you're a right. different type of shit. Yes, but agreed, agreed. It's shittier for her. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I'll bring you anything I want. This is this is just a precaution. Mm-hmm. And she has no clue what's happening to her. And she says she just feels herself slipping away. Yikes. Um or thin, sort of stretched, like butter scraped over too much bread. Sorry. <laughs> Tolkien. Um, Scott's a fixer. We know this. Mm-hmm. And he promises to find a way to fix this. Okay, but that's an empty <laughs> promise, dude. He's still going to promise it either way. Mm-hmm. So Sharon can't sleep. Um, she's up in the middle of the night and Ray finds her. She's thinking. And she knows she knows this is her wife. Yep. But she misses Ray's face. And yeah, Ray's this voice. is hard as fuck. Yeah. yeah. And Ray knows this is really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's harder on Sharon than it is on Ray. Yeah. Um, but she admits that these few moments together is what's keeping Ray going. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. But what's keeping Sharon going? Yeah. How does what? Yeah. Because she's not seeing you. Yeah. Or or hearing you. It's literally just this weird in your brain portion of it all. It's not the same. Yeah. And they both crying to each other's arms and mm-hmm. Sharon admits that it's hard but she'll be okay and, mm-hmm. and then loves her. So nah. many crying. So many cryings. So TJ is showing young Kino footage mm-hmm. at some point of Chloe just sitting there. On Chloe cam just being fucking weird. Just sitting there like a trance or something. Mm-hmm. The truth is quarantine is not a long term solution because you can't basically just keep someone in solitary. Yeah. But there is no real answer either. There's so not. Like, Young's like, I get that. I don't know what else to do at the moment. Yeah. 
At some point, you got putting guards on people isn't the answer anymore. No. Yeah. So Marion wakes up to Airman Tracy sitting there. Back on Earth, yeah. Who, uh, you know, who it's this person who just tried to yell at her that I'm your son. This poor Airman, if he ever runs into <laughs> Eli's mom again, she's just going to deck him. Yeah. And he's like, wait, no, 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 don't call the nurse. Just let me just listen to one thing and I'll leave. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, you know, Eli is worried. Yeah. And she admits that he was all she had. It's the reason she got up in the morning and she didn't even fully realize that until he was gone. Fuck. And just asks one thing. Will I ever see him again? And Eli is like, I don't know. I can't tell you that. Yeah. Which sucks. Mm-hmm. I think that's the word I keep using about this storyline. It's just as shitty. It just this sucks. sucks. Yeah. It really does, yeah. Um, but give him credit for not being like, yeah, someday. Yeah, at you know? least he's honest. He's yeah. truthful, yeah. Outside in the hallway, Eli's, Eli's frantic on the phone um, that he can't leave his mom like this, and it's it, it's not going to be good. And, and anything Ray says right now isn't going to be heard by Eli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he's like, what if you talk to her? Like, what if someone else from the Stargate program talks to her? Like, someone can convince her that this is what's going on. And Ray's like, give me a second. I'm going to call you back. I have an idea. I've got a plan. Yeah. Don't know who Ray is on the phone with. But it's someone important. I hope it's Jack. I hope it's Jack, too. She goes right to that fucking source. She's like, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you to make this happen. Because she says, Eli is quite possibly the most important person on that crew. And we need him emotionally healthy and focused. It's probably the IOA. Because that's who her direct everything is. She's like, get this shit done. Yep. I don't care how. And, And then, because the only time they get resistance is from the Stargate team. And they're like, oh, for Eli? Yeah, sure. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. And what better way to convince someone about everything Eli tried to tell her than mm-hmm. to actually Freaky Friday her to Destiny? Her. Yeah. So she swaps into Park's body, who I'm sure is happy to go home. Mm-hmm. And Young... And get the fuck out of that mess hall. Yeah. Yeah. And Young welcomes her to Destiny. And there is Eli. And she is speechless. Yeah. It's just hugs. It's just elation. Yeah. And Eli wants to show her the observation window and they're near a gas giant. Look, we're in space and look how cool this is and on the ship. And she's like, slow the fuck down. No words. Just literally kind of blue screening. Yeah. And he admits this is an amazing ship and they're still trying to figure it all out. And he's not going to stop ever trying to get home. Yeah. That part he can promise. He can promise that. Yeah. I believe that too. And she's in awe and I'm pretty sure... I guarantee you she cares less about the planet and the ship than she cares about seeing yeah, her son. She's like, this is all very cool. Uh, I don't care enough. Nope. <laughs> My son is here. Uh, and Eli confirms that they're both going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And she just hugs him in tears and tells him that she is proud of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, later with Scott and Young in the mess, Eli admits that the trip worked. Yeah. And his mom is leaving the hospital tomorrow. She's doing better. And yes, yes, she knows this is a one-time trip. She's not going to come asking every week to come by. And I'm like, my mom would. That would be a mom move. My mom wouldn't be asking, but she'd be testing the waters about asking at least once a week. Yeah. It's a mom move. 
And Rush radios then. Um, she's, he's, he's, <laughs> Rush is sitting in his hallway mm-hmm. on the ground in the dark. Real convincing. Yeah. And is like, I think I have a solution for Chloe's condition. Ugh. The chair. Always the chair. Any it's chance. It's definitely the, going the to cure him. The minute he mentioned the chair, Young's radar should have gone up. I I somehow don't believe him. Yeah. And for good reason. In Young's office, um, it's it's him, Rush, Scott, TJ, and Eli. Mm-hmm. Rush thinks that the chair only allows humans to interface with it and it has a system to destroy any alien life form that tries to use it. Mm-hmm. And TJ picks this up. So it would kill alien DNA or whatever stuff is in Chloe's mm-hmm. brain, body, leaving her human side. Star Trek has done this with the transporter okay. countless times. Young's like, you believe this is an hypothesis. Yeah. And Scott's like, I don't like anything about this. I appreciate, though, that they put it to Chloe and let her make the choice. Oh, I don't know how much of a choice it was, but Rush says that he's made improvements since he was under it. He can now shut the connection off at any time. She won't even have to be under for long, just a few seconds. This is the best option they've come up with. TJ's like, you mean the only option? Mm -hmm. And since Young can't force her to do this, he'll ask her... But we don't see that conversation. Right. And I don't know how balanced that question was. That's fair. I think that Chloe is smart enough to know that Rush is just using her now. Yes. But she just wants to be left alone. I think it was one of those questions. Your choices or death. Yeah. This or (laughs) you stay in this room. In solitary. Yeah. Oh. Um, she's scared enough that she would try it though. Yeah. And they bring her in, and everyone is watching her. It is completely terrifying, I'm sure, for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chair clamps around her, connecting to her temples, and her eyes roll back like 10, 15 seconds. Oh. And when it turns off, she's completely unconscious, but her vitals are fine. Mm-hmm. Rush can't tell if it works, but we'll find out eventually. <laughs> Yeah, when you get caught in the lies of it all. So Eli goes to thank Ray, mm-hmm. knocking on a door. He knows a lot of people would want their families to visit, and he knows how rare this was and extremely thankful. And she's like, yeah, well, at least she believes you now. Yeah. She's being discharged today. She's doing great. Um, it was it was great, Eli said, in that situation to have someone to talk to who understood this ding 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 and Ray gets an idea yeah and I'm like how many people on this ship are in that I am completely jealous and partly annoyed that Eli got to bring his mom here but I understand the situation but that doesn't prevent me from being mad jealous that I can't bring someone here but I think like, there's definitely resentment yeah there's yeah look I think it's easier because it's Eli Mm-hmm. There, I can't think of a person that people would be more likely to sacrifice their visit home to exactly um, than Eli. Like if it had been Young or Rush, and be yeah, like, "Fuck, fuck you. all of this!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's but it's that same. It's more that understanding that you can have two conflicting emotions yeah. of I, I hate the fact that 
someone else got to bring someone oh, that yeah. I don't get to bring something, but at the same time, I can't be overly mad at you, but there is a part of me that's mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Young still wants to keep a, Chloe, a guard on Chloe, who just wants to lay down and sleep. Mm-hmm. She feels fine. Scott's sitting there worried, and she's like, just stop. Let me yeah. sleep. Please He's doing leave me the alone. hospital thing where, yeah. like, used to drive me fucking bananas <laughs> even as a kid i'd be like everybody needs to fucking leave because go somewhere else and i ended i'm not a parent yeah but i i can understand that as a parent you're like i'm gonna sit here and watch my kid and i'd be like you're useless to me yeah and i feel that i have to perform fine for you exactly please leave yeah 10 year old grace <laughs> by the way <laughs> or today grace or today grace yeah so back on Earth, we see Sharon showing up as Marion is packing up after being discharged. And the idea of the support group for families yeah. of those left on Earth sounds amazing. It is vitally important for these people. Yeah, because they can't fucking share with anyone either. Here's my problem, though. Yeah. There are two groups of families on Earth. Okay. There are very few who know the truth yeah. of where their loved ones are. Yep. The vast majority, Brody, Park, Teach, none of their friends and family know yeah. anything about where they are. Right, yeah. I think... Um, Chloe's mom knows. Chloe's mom knows. Um, we know that these two know. Yeah. And I think... Young's wife Young's doesn't give a shit. Wife couldn't care less. But you can meet at least under the guise of, we don't fucking know where they are or when they'll be home. Yeah. It's just, it's just that, um, you know, you could have a group that it's like, we know all of our people are somewhere together and somehow they would know it's a mix of scientists and military, but you still have, and it, you, there's no way around it because of the delicate top secret nature of this. You still have that like two side situation of you have this small. I don't even think that they would be allowed to all be in one support group. I think they'd be thrown into like military support groups of like my son's off to war. Yeah. My scientist son got drafted into something. Yeah. My, you know, wife is in whatever. It's just that, it's just that, that shitty feeling that there's nothing to do about it, that you have this small group of people who know the truth of where their loved ones are. And those people, if they met other people would then know where yeah, I I think on purposely they wouldn't yeah allow that yeah it's just yeah there's gotta be plenty of groups already out there that work similar to this True. and where you're like we're here to support each other and and the other important thing with these groups you don't go there and talk about them yeah this is about your own mental sanity True. um anyway yeah um it it really gets to this place where you you just none of that comes up. It doesn't. But yeah. for these few people that can come up. Yeah. Which makes it very special for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So Rush comes into Chloe's room with no preamble. And once the door is closed, Chloe's like, yeah, I'm not cured, am I? Yeah. Mm-mm. Don't fuck with me, dude. Yeah. So Simeon passes Greer. We have our final closing montage. Mm-hmm. Just our eyeing sabotage. each other. Yeah. Uh, Ray sits there deep in thought in her room. Varro and his guard pass TJ and they're eyeing each other in a very different way. Yeah. Yeah. In a romantical way. A little grin. Everyone in the cafeteria is watching Chloe. Yeah. Just sits there with Scott and Eli. 
Everything's fine. I'm like, people be a little more subtle about shit. No, yeah. They're so beyond politeness. <laughs> there's no politeness left on the ship anymore. Look, there's nothing else exciting happening here. What do you want from us? Um, Gloria asks Rush, who's sitting in the captain's chair, if he really thinks that Chloe can help. He's like, yeah. If she values her freedom, she will play along and yeah. not tell anyone. Great, Rush. Now you're not just being an asshole and keeping secrets. Now you're fucking manipulating human beings. Cool. And you're doing it's great, like, man. It needs to be this way. Jeez. And Gloria goes, but can you trust her? Nope. Rush this is, again, say, this is why I think it's his consciousness. Yeah. Because already it's so fucking sinister. It's just. Ew. Yeah. And that night, Scott is dead asleep to the world, and Chloe's just eyes open, but no one's home. All around me are familiar faces. Yeah. What a fucking mess. I'm so done with Rush. Giant dumpster fire. This is just going to get worse, isn't it? (laughs) Oh. Next up, Uh Cloverdale. Cool. Yeah, it's fine. Is this like Cloverfield? Because that would be great. Can I tell you, that's, uh, the names are so close. I was like, that's definitely what that movie's named. Yep. It's definitely not. Nope. But it was close enough that my brain's like, that's definitely so what the, the movie's same. named. Woo. All right. Uh, let's go watch Cloverdale. I'm, I'm struggling not to, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, binge watch, binge watch, binge watch. <laughs> There's, Can't. we have 16 episodes left. Fucking hell. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week with Cloverdale. Yep. Until then, don't let Rush manipulate you into doing things you don't want to Never do. Never trust Rush. And email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. And uh, Patreon. Uh, there's no place like Tara at that place. Uh, we love you guys. Go watch Barbie or Oppenheimer. Okay, bye. Or both. Or both. Barbieheimer. Bye. bye. bye.